kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. I want a bacon cheeseburger, baby. If you got you something, give me a call. I'm gonna let you do this. If your kush be strong, maybe my all too. That was gorgeous. I am a ghost town DJ. And I am Diana Ross. And this is the read. So my nigga, it is like four degrees outside. I'm glad that you got it started because I was just going to go ahead and go there. Like, ex- why did I walk out of the house? First of all, I got myself prepared because, you know, it's winter time. Yeah. And I had to look at my phone before I walk out the house now just to make sure I know what level of bullshit I'm about to get myself into. Right. The phone said 10. The number 10. <laughs> one zero behind a one. Right. And not only is it fuck ass cold outside, but the wind is out here fucking freestyling is against me right. as I'm trying to walk to the goddamn train. Like, bitch, what the fuck is your motherfucking problem? It's cold enough, but then you go outside and that wind hits you in the face like, oh, bitch, you weren't ready for this. It's like, like the wind was like, here I am, I'm back. Like, you already have to put on like a jacket, a sweatshirt, a hoodie, and then a real coat. Then... Gloves, hat, scarf, goggles, like just everything. Leggings, to even socks. right leggings under your jeans, socks on top of your socks, like just to go Boots. outside. Why is it even legal to go a outdoors teddy. in this weather? Like there should be a law. Like when it's under thirty degrees, I feel like legally it should be optional to leave the house. If you decide not to, you can't be penalized by work or school or anybody else because why the fuck would you go outside when it's, it's this not fucking cold? Even, it doesn't even make sense. It is so fucking cold outside. I'm just and I'm fighting a cold, uh, cold on top of that, so I'm just completely miserable. I'm so oh my god. I don't have time. I feel like refried shit. I just feel like chopped and screwed shit. I want to lay down so fucking bad. I'm tired. So I'm sure that's just the first of many complaints about the weather. I mean, at least it waited till January to get this cold. That's true. As October, well. November, December were not as bad as I thought they were going to be, but it's like January is trying to make up for all that. Like already just right. come out full force just complete bullshit with how cold it is outside i walked outside and the oh cold was like a jennifer hudson song it was just <laughs> so just it like, started off loud and it got louder and, and by there was the end, nothing you were like, i could do but run like why am i still here like why am i being assaulted by this i'm just gonna take this like i feel like it should not be this harsh why are you being so rude i just got here like i just went outside i was just trying to go to work it's just 
But you just gonna slap me in the face with your coldness? Like, it's just, I can't deal with this bullshit. Anyway, Happy New Year, y'all. Um, yes, Happy New Year. It's our first show of 2015. And start with Black Excellence. So this week's Black Excellence, um, this girl's actually been slaying for some years now, but I just heard of her uh, maybe last week. Her name is Michaela Ulmer. I believe she is currently nine years old. First of all, okay, so she sells lemonade. Okay, that's adorable. But she sells like million dollar lemonade. I need for you to understand where I'm coming from. So first of all, get into her her gown. Get into how cute she is. <laughs> Come on, this bee outfit. <laughs> Michaela um, sells like organic lemonade. She's from Austin, Texas. And she, I think at the age of four years old, was inspired by a recipe that she found in her great-grandmother's 1940s vintage cookbook. What? She learned how to, you know, grab her flex seed herself and throw in some honey and some <laughs> mint and, hell, eucalyptus. Oh, well, I don't know, whatever the fuck else. <laughs> she just... <laughs> She's making amazing lemonade. Wow. Her company is called Bee Sweet. That's B-E-E, Sweet Lemonade. Because she's a huge fan of bees. She loves bees. She donates like 20% of her profit to, what's it called? The Texas bees, Beekeepers Association. She's talking about how important wow. bees are and pollinating is. And how if we didn't have bees, the human race would die out in four years. <laughs> and I'm like writing this shit down. I'm like, okay, I didn't even. <laughs> thank you, Michaela, for letting me know like a bee wow. can save a life. Beyonce has been trying to tell us this yeah anyway how old is this child i believe now she's nine wow i read that she's made over 1.5 million dollars from oh, b-suite wow. you can buy it in a lot of um whole foods markets okay in new orleans and texas and areas like that um she was at south by southwest in 2012 of course she, was. Of course she, she was. holds workshops and teaches other kids and adults the importance of bees and pollination what she gives them um seeds to grow their own plants come on lectures from a nine-year-old nine i'm here for it. nine congratulations nine stunt little sister that's amazing i love it black power <laughs> the only people i was talking to at nine on a regular basis was my lineup of fucking dolls like seriously what it was all all the real monsters <laughs> those were my fucking that's who i was having conversation with the only time i spoke in front of people was like for my easter speech every year so shout out to her i hope i get a chance to try it that's an adorable little girl and a great cause and i cannot believe she donates that much money like you would think most kids would be like okay well this is all mine right so <laughs> y'all have a great day i'm just gonna go over here with my allowance and buy whatever the fuck i get want get this dream house started honey because i don't know what you thought clearly has good parents anyway you can go to b sweets that's two e's b sweet lemonade.com and look up some more information the website is nice and crisp and giving you life so go and check her out that's black excellence this week and now we move on to uh-uh. this week's segment that we like to call Oh, girl, again. <laughs> oh, shit. Please tell me this is not a bunch of people we've had to cuss out before who are fucking up again. I feel like this is a fresh batch. Okay. I'm um, excited. Some new ones. I could be wrong. We'll Chris see. Brown's we'll, not here. Okay. Justin Bieber's not here. Miraculously. Yeah, I don't. I feel like this is a, a, a different batch. Did you see that CK ad? That's none of my business. <laughs> so you did see it. That's none of my business. Did he give it? Was he giving you lesbian in that? Because I didn't think he looked like a lesbian, but everybody told me that he did. He didn't look like a lesbian. He definitely looked like 
like a modern day Disney prince that like like ruins the princess credit. Right. Like Gaston in fucking Beauty and the Beast. Right. He seemed like Homeboy on Frozen that you thought was supposed to be right, life, but really right. he was like trying to run your whole family right. over and like Fuck boy Supreme. Your, your right. Fruit loops. He's, he looked good to me, but then also a tad bit over Photoshop. photoshopped. Like, I thought, you know, wow, Justin Bieber looks good in that picture. He's still a giant pile of shit. Why are we shit. talking about Justin Bieber but, when we were on Because you just brought him to. up. No, I said he's not here. Uh, I know, but then I thought about the ads. So. Fuck Justin. Like, I don't like, <laughs> so? Who's next? What are we doing today? Rick Ross um, okay. wants everyone to know that he's still a Miami Heat fan. Um, this is brief. I just want you to see the Rick Ross tattooed the Miami Heat logo. No, he didn't. Right up here. Yes, the fuck he did. Why would you do that? That shit is right on his temple too. See, this is the shit that I'm talking about. Oh, like no. y'all just no, nope. like, it's too nope. much. LeBron don't even play for for Miami no more. <laughs> so like, like I think that's why he got the tattoo though. But I think this seems like recent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To like prove that he's still a Heat fan, even without LeBron, he went and got this ridiculous. Why can't you just be like, "Hey guys, I'm still a fan of the Miami Heat." Right? Why don't you just buy some season tickets or wear a jersey or some shit? You don't have to get the logo tattooed on your face. Does he even own part of the Heat? Because that would be the only reason I could see getting that shit put on your fucking body. Not even if I was a player for the Heat, would I do that? Beyonce does not have Parkwood tattooed <laughs> on her, the nape of her fucking neck or whatever. Her ass. Well, Parkwood is hers. Lord knows that don't know part of the Miami Heat belong to Rick Ross. This nigga is just ridiculous. Well, you know, he's got plenty of other tattoos on his face over here to help, you know, to keep that one company. What is with niggas? That, have you seen Lil Wayne today? No, I haven't. And the last time I saw Lil Wayne, he was damn near unrecognizable. So... I shudder to think of what that nigga must look like now. It's like he literally has his kids like just draw on a composition book. Yeah. And he takes it to the tattoo shop and says, put this on my eyelid. Right. And I don't understand why. I don't think he even has any blank skin left on his face. It's like every part of his body is covered in something. And then his dreads are just... I don't think Lil Wayne smells all that great. Like, if you were right next to I'd him. I'd be surprised. I mean, like, like, I would be surprised if he didn't, though. Like, I, I feel like at the very least... Lil Wayne like leaves the house with a nice sharp cologne. Please tell me at the very least. You know what? I'm across my fingers and hope so, but I get the feeling Lil that Wayne underneath can't. that cologne, it's a little, it's like a layer of must he of can't something. Have Lisa Frank tattoos all over his of face like I haven't showered. Funky. I I won't believe it. It just does. He doesn't ever look freshly bathed. He doesn't ever look it. He might be, but he doesn't ever appear to be clean. At the very least. I'm going to stick to my belief that Lil Wayne showers okay. once or twice. And I'm going to hope that you're right. Um, You know, sometimes you just can't help but look. Yeah. And oh, I feel no. like he went out of his way to just, like, I feel like he's just like, you know what? I'm bored and I love tattoos and I'm just going to put them all over my face. Yeah. Okay. I love niggas with tattoos, too. But just leave your face alone. Right. But, like, can I still look at you, though? Like, can I look at you and still see you? That's all I'm asking. Because I always am going to have this urge to, like... <laughs> Like lick a napkin and smudge right. it off, and it's not gonna go anywhere. Right? I'm gonna want to put makeup on it and see what you used to look like again. Like I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm ever gonna look at that shit on your face and be like, okay, it's okay that you look like that. Like, it's not gonna. But happen. Lil Wayne is somebody else's problem, not mine. So a few other I'm, people, <laughs> a whole crop of people actually. If you consider all his baby mamas and then all of their many children with him, so but none of my business. Um. 
What else do we got here? So at least Rick Ross is like not doing anything. At least that's just something that I think is stupid, but it's oh, not no, like Rick ridiculous. Ross is out here, you know, eating pears, honey, and right? Avocados and losing Sister weight. Sister signed up on Nature Box and <laughs> right, got him some um some sriracha covered cashews, or went and got that nip tuck. One or the other, who knows? I feel like he really was in the gym. Do you? Because he ain't lost that much, goddamn. No, weight. but it seemed like he lost it really fast. I th- and, but you know what he also had like those like health scares like three times in yeah. one week or maybe he just got on coke like everybody else I don't think so I mean that nigga do spend a lot of time in Miami and that play <laughs> I mean <laughs> just, I'm just well anyway congratulations to him I guess for getting whatever congratulations never mind do congratulations is going too far because Barry's baby daddy or two flops that hate each other two or flops who flop. hate each other we're gonna talk about them both anyway okay <laughs> Well, then. we'll save the flops for later. So Halle Berry's um, husband is apparently in trouble again after he shoved uh, an airport employee down to the ground with his with a car seat. What? Like, I guess he had. So Halle and her husband were leaving the airport. OK. With their two kids, which I didn't. I don't know who she's married to now. She had to, some like I think he's French. Okay. But he is like like a Hispanic last Okay. I don't European. know. European. Somebody. Some he from over there. Maybe he's from Spain. So um they're leaving the airport together and paparazzi is outside giving them a hard time, you know, and yelling and screaming and all that kind of nonsense. So I think there's a video, I haven't watched it yet. But he like shoved some old I look like this old black man. Oh, shoved him like down with the car seat with the baby's car seat in his hand mm-hmm. and then like got in the car and then the man you know they took him to the hospital and he said he has abdominal pain of course of course he, he does Bitch, i got some too <laughs> if we like <laughs> if, I get me a if piece, that's what it comes down to yes i've also got a ton my of spleen has been aching ever mm. since that man touched me yes it has personally ever since i read this story i have been feeling a pain <laughs> That I that it just was not there before. I don't tend to have a lot of sympathy for the paparazzi. So, this but this is, guy wasn't a paparazzi. He was like an airport employee. Oh. But I read that he was. One story I read said he was like trying to take pictures and record them too, and another said that he wasn't. I can't imagine why you would be bum rushing Halle Berry and her kids and baby daddy or whatever. Right. But I don't know. Either way. This man said, not today, my my good man. Yes. You're going to sit your ass down. Well, and then it goes, the question is, why would he bother to push you down with a car seat if you wasn't trying to take pictures and video? Well, this is the same guy who also beat the whole entire dog shit. That's true. Out of her um, previous baby father. But his pre- the previous baby daddy is a known shithead. So I'm not sure who was right and wrong in that situation. Okay, so you got pregnant by a shithead and now you dating a nigga from Mortal Kombat. So what the fuck is... Like, Nobody is saying Halle Berry makes good choices in dating. Like all, I've, I can remember from a long since like David Justice, people have been talking about how Halle Berry like yeah. keeps having these big high profile relationships and then shit just keeps going crazy left. Like it has literally been twenty five years of this. So I'm not surprised that she's with somebody who just fights random niggas at all. That sounds like some shit Halle Berry would do. That's her. It sounds like somebody who would like kick you off a cliff, right? You would think at this point, Hallie would be like, okay, I'm just going to be like by my damn self. Like, I just don't even. <laughs> With spurs. Really? <laughs> That's what he gives me. I mean, I don't know. I, 
when it comes to like protecting your family or whatever, I can. It's not a lot that I won't excuse, but it, Tally love men who don't act like they have any fucking sense. So, girl, okay, that's your life. Hey, the babies were there, and he wasn't having it. So, I guess y'all gonna learn. Hmm. <laughs> what is this? There's so many. There are actually a lot of stories here. Okay. I'm trying to think of which way to go with this. I'm gonna go with Nene Leaks. So Nene Leaks apparently this is a messy story and it could be a lie. And even if it isn't a lie, it's just messy. But anyway. Apparently, um Help us, Jesus. Nene Leaks had told the New York Daily News how she was gonna have like this star studded stint on Broadway because you know that she was playing the evil or the wicked stepmother mm-hmm. whatever you call her I'm Cinderella. and she had told New York Daily News that Kim Kardashian was coming and she was going to bring North to come see her and that there were going to be a bunch of celebrities at her her Broadway show why would you brag about that North wasn't there of course not and like the list of people who actually did go were like like Casey and Jojo <laughs> <laughs> I think Tamar went. Yeah, that sounds uh, about right. Some other reality stars. I think Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. Well, um, that's, that's, I mean, Whoopi is not a nobody, but. I feel fuck. like what somebody had to talk about it out the view. Like someone had to be like, <laughs> I was there and this is how it was. Why would you even brag about celebrities knowing you are coming to your Who show? Who fucking cares? Like, if you just look desperate. So let me just tell the dream that I had. I was going to save this for another time, but we'll talk about why I'm not going to do that later. Either way, I just have okay. to get it out. Okay. This dream that I had, like, while I was in Miami. Help me, Jesus. So this horrible movie is on HBO. It's called 47 Ronin, and it's like a samurai movie starring Keanu Reeves. Enough said. So, for whatever reason, it was on while I was asleep. And I don't know, I must have eaten too much Bluebell the night before because I just was having one of my insane dreams. So, I'm like on the set of a samurai movie, right? And I'm like, I have like this small comedic part. Nene Leakes is also have she also has a cameo role in it. So we just happen to be on set the same day. In a samurai movie. In a samurai movie. Because it's on TV as I'm sleeping. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. So listen. Imagine Nene Leakes. Okay, with her white grape shaped ass. In a kimono, right? No. With like a huge blonde bun. No, I don't want to And chopsticks that. in it. No. Oh, so she was a samurai fighter. So she was like a geisha. No, the fuck. Right. And with a blonde, a huge blonde updo. And so. Oh my God. She just like, she, we were outside. <laughs> And she just kept like complaining. She, she was just like being Nene and just being loud and just like talking about how she didn't have water and how why was it taking so long and she was supposed to start filming and blah 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 and just complaining, complaining, and complaining. And so I don't remember what I said. It was a dream, so I can't remember the specifics. But right. I do remember at one point I just snapped, like I was tired of it. And I turned to her and I was like, I said something about her being shaped like a uh, like a bad loaf of bread. And I also said, like, bitch, instead of complaining all the time and, and and yelling in our ear, what you need to do is go down and see the prosthetics people and help them figure out what nose you're going to have since okay. you can't make up your godly mind. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, after that, like, she, like, burst into tears and, like, ran off to her dressing Excuse room. Excuse me? And it was so funny. And so then, like... 
the PA came over to me because everybody was on my side because they were tired of it, right? And then, like, one of the production assistants came over to me and was like, listen, like, I get it. I get it. But we need you to go and, like, apologize to her so that she can film because she refuses to come out of her dressing room. Because it was a dream, I guess I agreed to do this. Because otherwise, I'd have been like, I'm going to let you know where you can place your apologies. This is getting more and more bizarre. So I went to her dressing room, right? And she's still crying. And then when her husband sees me, he like tries to like rush me like he was going to do something. I said, Greg, let me explain something (laughs) to you. Unless you have like a strong batch of calcium today, you better sit down (laughs) because I will throw your bones. Like I will shatter your old ass in here so you better sit your ass down so like i cussed greg out and so then like nini refused to work so then she like left the set and paparazzi all caught pictures of her with her like makeup running down her face because she was crying and it was all over the blogs and that's all i remember it was the funniest dream i've ever what the fuck? Why am I on set with Nene Leakes in a samurai movie? Why? I'm still stuck there. Like, so funny. And you made her cry. Well, to the point she where she was it. just refused to film. Well, she was being heinous. I mean, but you would think that she would just cuss you like out right back right, and that would be the end sense. of it. It kind of reminded me of that episode where Marlo dragged the fuck out of her ass and she like... And she like... Maybe, well, you don't really watch it. But she like snatched her mic off and she like topped in her car and like went on about her business okay i don't know i thought that we were going to like argue yeah but she like just like stood there and stared at me and then she said something like who F- oh she said something like who is he why is he even in the building something mm-hmm. that's what she said okay and then i dropped that, that prosthetic like nose her. shit on her okay and, she and then take she- it. <laughs> that was the end of well, that. hopefully somebody who interprets dreams can tweet you and let you know what that dream means maybe it means probably something. that i shouldn't sleep with the tv on and i need to stop watching reality tv and get a fucking life or if there's a big loud obstacle in your way don't be afraid to Definitely try to shoot it down <laughs> you know what it really is i just wanted to cuss out nini Lee. okay <laughs> i can't stand her she's so rude like she's just it just and so always just saying like something like <laughs> always talking about gays like they're like an MCM purse or something, right. like a clutch. She does. She's anyway. So this news that five Z list celebrities showed up to her was also tickling for me. Yeah, personally. her performance or whatever the God, fuck. that's petty. funny. Anyway, um, oh well, fuck her. <laughs> Foxy Brown came for Ashanti. Now listen before you get started. <laughs> I like Foxy, so <laughs> this is about to be. <laughs> hilarious so, to me first of all just go with me because i would be like i would be floored if you recognize this name okay hold on i already forgot the name of the flop that you said she shaded who is it ashanti, ashanti. okay foxy brown used to date Spraga benz no damn like i kind of felt anyway i'm not going to give you too much for it anyway because Spraga benz is like a reggae artist so you know i don't know who that is but i mean he's like a like a legendary like he's a huge i know bob marley jesus is that it that's it are you fucking kidding me that is the little you don't know who beanie man is oh the really homophobic one (sighs) it's jamaica they're all (laughs) (laughs) don't do this Hard pressed I to heard find Beanie a dancehall like, or reggae <laughs> artist 
that isn't out here talking about the gays. I haven't heard a Beanie Man song in like 10 years. Whenever he said something just so extremely anti-gay that even I heard about it. And I was so like, oh my like, God, no. From the beginning of his career. I don't even recall really because I don't. I, I mean, don't even hear it anymore. I'm just like, though, I listen to it and I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't really listen to reggae. So I don't know any reggae. I artists. mean, I don't blame you. You don't even know what they're saying. I don't. So why and I'm really you? terribly like, and I try. Like, I mean, I listen to K-pop. I don't know what the fuck they're saying. It just I never. Good yeah. Anyway, she dated. She dated Spraga Benz. Spraga Benz. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, is he like? I mean, obviously he's not like your Beyonce, but is he like your he's Celine like, Dion? No, I mean he's not like. Anyway, Jermaine, okay. I just Shaggy. Shaggy. Okay, it wasn't me. Damn. Okay. Got it. Oof. I didn't like that song. It wasn't me. That's what. You, what about Boombastic? Oh yeah, I remember that too. I didn't like that either. I'm sorry if I'm like breaking your heart right now. <laughs> I don't really like Shaggy. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Please, at the very least, tell me that when you hear Flex, time to have sex, it's on and popping for you. Yes. You're lying. You're lying. Okay, so well, I just didn't Brown want you to be sad. Today. You looked sad. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> Foxy Brown. Okay, so Ashanti posted some picture, like, I guess on an airplane or something. Um, I guess she was headed to Jamaica. <laughs> I'm sorry. That reminds me of that time she had a photo shoot outside of her car. And Nick was like, bitch, bitch get in the car. Like, You done took nine pictures <laughs> of the sidewalk. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, Ashanti. I can't. She posted a photo with Spraga Benz and she said that Jamaica was about to be lit and, you know, I love me some blah, blah, blah and hearts and, you know, wet emojis. I don't know. Just a whole bunch of stuff. This, how it doesn't really, like, I'm not sure if this means that she's, like, dating him. It kind of seems like she was headed to Jamaica and... Like he's gonna be the it just I don't know it I'm not sure if she's dating him or not. Okay. Either way, this is Foxy Brown's ex. So at some point, Foxy Brown posted a video of Rihanna where she was at uh, Macy's or something in Lenox, and that lady asked her what you're looking for in a man, and she was like, "I'm not looking." What did she say? I'm not looking for a man. Let's get that straight. Right. First things first. I'm not even looking for a man. Right. Uh-huh. Which has first. Of all, I just love that. Not only is Rihanna using herself as memes. Not only are are we using her as a meme, but like other celebrities. Right. Use Rihanna. Like at this point, it's just like Rihanna is almost like meme queen. Well, because she dares to be shady when most of them try to be polite. Like when she's annoyed with the paparazzi or interviewers you know who or else whoever does else, that? she just has an attitude, and that's just Nicki it. Nicki Minaj. Yes, like, Nicki's good at that too. I think I can't remember who posted this, but it was on Vine. I think it was after the VMAs, and she was like being interviewed in front of the the fucking the step and repeat, whatever the fuck you call that shit. Mm-hmm. And she has the microphone in her hand, and her her face already kind of looks like. God, I just want to go home. <laughs> and the lady asked her, like, she she puts on this fake smile real quick. And the lady was like, so you had an amazing opening show. How was that for you? And she goes, great. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. Well, because that's a stupid question. And she just, it, it's so visible. She's just like, girl, what? Right. So, like, she just was over it that day. I think that shit's perfect. Mm-hmm. I live for it. Anyway, Foxy Brown posted this. And someone asked her maybe what the fuck that was about. And she said, 
Thirsty ass Ashanti still dick riding. Uh, uh, what? Excuse me? Wait. That was it? <laughs> so it's like, girl, what? Foxy Brown versus Ashanti. Apparently Ashanti's not pressed. Some one of her 17 fans posted like... I'm so confused. Posted something like, oh, this is this is Ashanti's reaction to the Foxy Brown beef. And it was like some hilarious meme of Squidward. And I think Ashanti responded with like an LOL or some laugh. Whatever. Like she paid it. But I think the whole thing in general is so funny. Like Foxy Brown and Ashanti over. That's random as fuck. First of all, like that's what I live for. I'm tired of talking about the rest of these fucking cocaines every goddamn week. (laughs) I want some good gutter, bottom of the barrel, D list. And you know, Foxy Brown can deliver it. Like if somebody is going to take something ridiculous and turn it into like an interesting news story, Foxy Brown will be the one to help push. And let me tell you something. She named names, (laughs) right? And she just straight up said Ashanti, thirsty ass, Ashanti. Still dick riding, which means that she says you are dick There's riding a backstory for here. today and yesterday. <laughs> Get There's that. something here that the rest of us don't know about. Like, there's some secrets in the past between these two, and the shit is going to come out. So, Ashanti didn't say nothing. She was just like, no, I'm she a, paid it. Well, and you know what? If I was Ashanti and Foxy Brown called me out, I probably would pay it too, girl, because that just ain't really what you want. It just don't even seem like Ashanti. No shade, though. I'm not going to get to compliment Ashanti. I don't think Ashanti can fight Foxy Brown and win. I don't know if Ashanti could fight Foxy Brown and win, but that's only because I feel like Ashanti, like I feel like, like Foxy Brown practices like ninjutsu, where she has like, <laughs> like, like a ton of razor blades that would just come showering out of her weave, and then that would right. be it. Well, if she could just do something to Ashanti's wig, I would appreciate it because it's it's this very unless she's changed up. It's a very sharp part. It's and it's and it's blatant sis and it looks terrible. Like it's a very sharp all of you out here with weave and no edges, we know what you're doing and we want you to stop. Fucking stop it. It doesn't make any sense. We we see it, girl. Like it's right there. You're gonna have to do better. You just are. That lady in your building that I re- that we ran into, did I tell you about that when I was going to no, your house? No, but you're not the only one with a story. <laughs> you have weaves. some characters. There's some weebs in yeah, there. They are funny as fuck. There are some funny fucking people. In there. She said that she had lost all her edges because her daughter is a terrible parent and it stresses her the fuck out. And then she pulled back her weave and showed me her lack of edges to prove it. Wow. Talking about her daughter lets the four year talking about the daughter lets the four year old grandchild walk in the street to get in the car and doesn't like pick him up or walk or you know, hold his hand. He just walks into the fucking street to get the car. She's like, My dumbass daughter, just go let the baby walk all in the street. And I'm just like, girl, I literally met you ten seconds ago because you asked me to hold the elevator. I might know who you're talking about. Okay. I don't know. There are some interesting... There's some shit going on in your building, they're fun. yes. I've learned people's stories literally just like on either on my way out or my way in. I love it. And I don't stop, so I don't know how. But it's loads better than before. Yeah. And I live next to white people, so I don't hear a peep from them. Let's look at look at God. This is just... It could not be better for you. Um, Team Foxy story. Brown. Officially. So do you want to talk about Felicia Rashad? Oh my God! Do we have to? <sighs> you know what? Yes, because if we don't, people will ask why we didn't, and I just uh. yeah. So Felicia Rashad, girl, oh. um, came forward and she commented on the uh, the Cosby fiasco, and um, 
Okay, I'll read the quote. The quote says, <laughs> forget these women. What you're seeing is the destruction of a legacy, and I think it's orchestrated. I don't know why or who's doing it, but it's the legacy, and it's a legacy that is so important to the culture. Now, before I move forward, I want to say that in my opinion, it, first of all, it's no secret that I'm a stand for Felicia Rashad. But I do like I think that people are taking the forget these women part and trying to say like that Felicia Rashad is saying like, fuck those women. And they're all like, I feel like she was trying to say forget like aside from the situation for of the women, like aside from their story mm-hmm. that she feels like it's like some kind of and a lot. It echoes the sentiment of a lot of other black people, Twitter and otherwise, mm-hmm. who have been saying, well, I feel like this is a ploy to destroy uh, an amazing legacy right. and part of black culture and what have you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, then she says something about how she <laughs> believes that Camille is smart and no nonsense and she wouldn't, et cetera, et cetera. And she talked about how great the Cosby show is and that she thinks it's trying to, it's that someone is trying to destroy it. Right. So. Girl. I love Felicia Rashad. This is difficult and to do. I'm going to let you take it from there. So <laughs> the thing about this is I feel like it's very calculated. It's very deliberate. I think there's nothing innocent about the fact that she just so happened to say something to a reporter last night. And it's no coincidence that BET is honoring her next week. And she has a couple of interviews set up with major media outlets Um, I think when this airs on Thursday, those will be airing, too. So I don't think any of this is, you know, just out of nowhere. I think the Cosby camp did this deliberately. And I think it's a political like maneuver to counteract Beverly Johnson, because Beverly Johnson is a very credible voice. She's the type of person who first like people just don't not believe her you know she's like Mm -hmm. a very believable person her account is believable and it sounds very similar to what so many other women have said so i feel like the cosby camp knew they had to come out with somebody who was more credible than beverly johnson and really the only person that that could be is felicia rashad camille doesn't count because she's his wife and people feel like she would just say whatever anyway and then anybody else associated with cosby no shade but felicia is just the biggest voice the biggest name she's the strongest one if she came out and said something that would sway more people than anything else so i feel like it was very deliberate that they waited to this point to pull the felicia rashad card because she could have said something months ago if that was the case so first of all i don't feel like this is just a completely innocent (laughs) let me say something about my friend and be done with the thing i feel like this is extremely deliberate yeah i think so too and also if that's how you feel like if it's if it's really you know i feel like people are trying to destroy the legacy and this is all a big conspiracy and all this i just sis you're asking us to suspend all common sense and say yes Back in like the late 70s, early 80s, a group of women conspired to take down Bill Cosby. And over the years, they have recruited new girls to come in and tell the same story. And then they all decided to report it at different times or charge things at different times and then get paid off throughout decades, girl. Cosby 613. This just like really, girl, you're asking us to believe that what the United States government created a drafted a plan to take down bill cosby in the year 2014 and these hoes are just now executing it like you're it's possible but who the fuck really believes that i mean i think that what they she's trying to say is that 
I don't think that it's something that's just been going on for so long. I think that it's like, and I feel like, I think that she maybe not honestly believes this, but again, she's not the only person who said something like this. And I think that the belief from that perspective is that America is trying to distract us from all of these other goings on. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to do that by taking out this legendary black figure and erasing all of the amazing things that he's done. But it's like, sis, <clears throat> we can recognize that racism exists. We can recognize that black people are disadvantaged and whatever, and also hold a rapist accountable for yes being a rapist. we can do them both it's not like we ran out of energy yeah and we'll, decided we couldn't care about rape because we also care is, about racism what's not he's not like the savior to racism no and the cosby show is not going to erase that right so i you know i understand what you're trying to say but no girl and there's just a tremendous amount of of evidence and not even just from these women but things that Bill Cosby has said himself Mm -hmm. that are just like girl so me sitting up here and trying to be like oh well none of this makes sense and I'm just looking at all of this I'm looking at how all of this pieces together to make an apple but I'm just gonna call it an orange because I fuck with him (laughs) if you want me to believe it's conspiracy I'm not going to do that I understand I guess sticking up for your friend, not really in this particular case, but there are some people who feel like you should defend your friend no matter what they've done. I mean, it's not that I don't get that sentiment, but this is the type of thing where if it was somebody I was really close with, I would be like, my nigga, you have to understand why there is no way I like I just cannot. I'm not going to do that. Like, regardless, I'm not going to speak out as a woman about my friend who has allegedly raped all these women and be like forget those women even if she didn't mean it in like a fuck them even if she meant like put their stories aside and just think about why this would be happening it was a terrible fucking choice of words. oh yeah I agree. and felicia was shy if that was her true intention i tend i i tend to believe that she meant don't even worry about this bullshit like fuck what they saying just focus on the Cosby show and all the great things Bill has done like I feel like that was what she was trying to say but Felicia Rashad is well spoken enough to choose her words more carefully than that I agree so girl if you're asking me to believe that people are just doing all this to take Bill Cosby down and ruin the Cosby show or whatever and like and there's just no merit of truth to all these different girls over all these different years come on sis like maybe you feel like you know Bill better than that but I don't so no I'm not gonna believe that um yeah I don't know I feel like Bill Cosby also has a team behind him that are very great mm-hmm. at what they do. Yeah. And they're very good at um, brushing things under the rug and putting things in place mm-hmm. to discredit, you know, the things that these victims are talking yeah. about. So That's why they held Felicia for so long. Right. Because none of those girls had a big enough voice till Beverly Johnson came along. And there's literally no other celebrity woman who could speak out for Bill Cosby right now. And people would pay more attention than Felicia Rashad. Like, this was deliberate as fuck. Oh, well. So. Huh. Disappointing. It is disappointing. Uh, it just teaches you <clears throat> not to. It's like, it's Claire Huxtable who you loved so much, really. Like you don't I really, really did love Felicia right? Shaw. Yeah, like everything about her, I just think is dope as fuck. But I don't actually know her. It's just a reminder. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So is Still that fan. it? Or I mean, 
I don't even want to do this, God. It feels like when the CeeLo rape shit came out, it's like I don't even want to really talk about it because I love this nigga so much. You know, it's like I don't even want to. Yeah. Ugh, I don't want to have to confront that, you know, what I think about you may not be who you really are. Like you might really believe in some fucked up shit. I don't want to think about it. No one does. That's why you have so many motherfuckers. Who are I won't be watching this BET in. tribute, though. I might catch it online, but I won't be giving my my ratings or my Listen, dollars to they're that. They're like never in a different world. And that show's great. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, and I love the Cosby show. Like, but I noticed over I the holidays, the I didn't see any Cosby show reruns. I saw a bunch of Fresh Prince, though. Yeah, Fresh Prince is... Fresh Prince was everywhere during the holidays. Bunch of marathons and stuff. I'm like, everywhere. I, I know Will Smith is like, I do not mind taking over the Cosby syndication slides. No, the fuck I don't. So, but sad, gross, disappointing, all that. I don't, ugh, I don't want to think about it. So that's the um, hot topics. <laughs> I don't remember what we called it. It almost sounded like Hot Pocket. It. I feel like that's what you were going for. It was. Unintentionally. So, let's take a break. Take some Tylenol. And come right back. Hey, guys. Don't forget to check out our sponsors over at NatureBox. I love you guys. Order your Nature Boxes and send us photos and tell us all of your favorite stuff. NatureBox is a subscription service that sends delicious snacks directly to your home, your office, your P.O. Box. They've got over a hundred different snacks to choose from. We always talk about the sriracha covered cashews that we love so much. But I also really like the peanut butter nom noms and the garden tomato crunchies and all these other snacks in their adorable names. So go to naturebox.com slash the read and check them out. Yes, guys, you know that you're going to check it out anyway because you get a free trial. And like Kefiri said, you can customize it. So go on there and see what you like. Um, you can customize your box every month or you can have them send something randomly. And you can have it sent to the home or office. It can be a great distraction instead of snacking on some of the grocery stuff or going to the grocery store and getting something that is really not that great for you. You can choose a smarter snack with NatureBox. So again, head over to naturebox.com slash the read. You're going to get a free trial. You know that you're going to snack, so you might as well snack smarter over at NatureBox. They've got great stuff like barbecue kettle corners, and again, those sriracha cashews are just everything. So naturebox.com slash the R-E-A-D for that free trial. Let them know the read sent you, and let's get back to the show. Time for letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. Um, also, we did our um, great... I almost said greatest hits. That's how high I am on Tylenol right now. Best of. We did our best of last week, and a bunch of people asked for a part two and listed some stuff that they loved that yeah, we left out. Yeah, there was some out. stuff that got left out of there that I'm not really sure how that happened anyway. But So we might have to do that sometime soon and or some other time and let you guys, just so for all of you who sent that in to me, I just want you to know that I saw that. Um, so our first question this week comes from somebody who calls himself Jay, but we've had so many Jays that I'm just going to call him Gabriel. Sure. So Gabriel, you know who you are. And it says, I'm a 27 year old man and I've just entered a new relationship with Skylar. Everything seems to be okay so far. We both okay, enjoy. Skylar could be one of two ways. Skylar's a man. Okay. Everything seems to be okay so far. We both enjoy video games, anime, comics, and have a weird sense of humor. He's not as quick witted as I am. Rude. <laughs> dumber than i am yeah, but 
<laughs> he can still make me laugh and keep me on my toes. He's consistent, caring, kind, and gives me everything I want in a partner. So there's just one issue. We're both tops. we've tried intercourse multiple times but he has a hard time handling what i'm bringing to the table if you know what i mean okay we end up just having a two foreplay and i really do care about him but we haven't hit that level of intimacy where we can just get each other's where we can get each other's fireworks out with just foreplay oh my goodness we've had a talk about toys and i even made the joke about bringing a third into the mix or renting a bottom i'm contemplating asking i'm for sorry doing what quote unquote renting a bottom i don't know it sounds like a jacked thing i'm contemplating asking for an open relationship but i've had one before and it just doesn't renting seem right we live an hour apart and have busy lives so we can only see each other every two weeks at best He's worried I'll leave him for me not being able to get it in, but I've assured him I'm not that kind of guy. However, my eyes have been wandering as of late. haven't they? I don't want to cheat, but we haven't quite hit a point where what's in my heart is strong enough to overpower what's in my pants. Oh, come on now. Any advice or suggestions? Love you guys, and I will continue to love and support. I would ask if you would ever come to Kentucky so I can leave a live, so I can see a live show, but the black people who are here don't even want to be here, so why would you bother? (laughs) Oh, Okay, Gabriel. All right. Take care and continue to be the Beyonce of podcasts. Oh, thank you, Gabriel. So, hmm. Gabriel. What do you do when you're both tops? I wouldn't know. <laughs> that sounds. He's the perfect guy, but they're both like a tops. Like, like two pickles. I'm trying to decide if I met somebody who was just perfect for me, but I was not, like, just physically. We could not make it happen. That seems really frustrating because you want to try to make it work. Like, because you really, like, vibe with this nigga on every other level. You're just not sexually compatible. Well, you, because you just, you're both pitching and nobody's hitting. Mm. <laughs> or, I don't know, maybe, uh, however that goes. Hmm. Listen. What advice do Gabriel. we have for Gabriel? Now, Gabe, the best advice that I can give to you is that someone is gonna have to bend over and breathe deep. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say bend over and breathe deep? You know, you gotta get your respiratory system working. Oh my god! To make sure that everything is just. Do you have like? Is this like a meditation that you do? Is it like a chant? Like at first, you have to get yourself in the right you headspace have to really for this. Just like prepare for what's about to happen to you, Father God. And then, and this is why I, you know what? That's none of my business. Unless you're like on breed raw or something, and or you're oh, one of those girls. Oh, that okay. Why do it for a living? Let's not. not an issue. Okay. Because I don't imagine. I feel like you probably. I don't know. Whatever. I'm Let's like, bring it back. Let's bring it back. So Gabriel. I just feel like. Um, <laughs> get, um. Okay. So neither one of you so is at all. It sounds versed. like he's saying that. Um, Skyler mm-hmm. attempted to. Uh, receive right his offering right and um it had to be returned to sender yes it was too much yes per, okay it's too big so um 
So I guess is it not possible, Gabriel, that you could try to bottom? Like Gabriel didn't even sound like he, he was sounded interested. like he, he like he didn't even bring it up as an opportunity. He was like, before you even <laughs> consider, I'm gonna let you know what I'm not doing. Like he didn't even address it. Like it was a complete non-factor, and it, like it would not have even occurred to him to bottom. Typically, I tell people, well, like, if the sex isn't great, you can work on it and you can find a way. Because you can. Yeah. But this is different. Because if you are both honestly tops. Mm-hmm. Like, just no, some other time, no verse in you at all. you already know <laughs> that that is a move. How is it two unicorns species, together? Two right? real tops are in a relationship. What are the odds? Like These two, two legendary ass Pokemon <laughs> that just came down together and was like, "Oh, here we are together." These two limited edition human beings. It just happened even to sound be like it sounds like Skylar is is treading in verse waters, but couldn't deal. Right. So maybe you just need to help him. You know, uh, um, practice. I was gonna say, is this the sort of thing that you can get better at? Can you learn Absolutely. to like? Loosen up, or maybe y'all can use a different lube or something like that. I don't know. This is getting graphic. I mean, is I that, think that um, is that bad. Is that bad to say? I think no. it's okay. Yeah, I think that it's something <laughs> that you can just try and work your way into. Yikes! And eventually, he should get used to what it is you're talking. Unless you're talking about some old Georgia Dome ass, huge ass penis, right? I don't, you know, not Georgia. Give Dome. it a try. I do know. Um, I have actually met couples before that were like the same sexual position uh-huh. and they had these long lasting relationships and it was because they had open not open relationships but they had like threesomes all the time oh okay like they would have moments where they would do like foreplay you know when it was just them mm-hmm. um or they would bring some battery operated situations into the right. room and a lot of other times that you might you know go to like a bar or a club and bring someone home together so they can both get their piece wow. and then there it is and it works for them yeah Maybe whatever y'all want to do everyone. right that's I know your business tops and bottoms that are out here together are fucking because they just have to be able to fuck a whole bunch of people <laughs> and that's a whole bit like that's a different conversation I'm gonna let you know what okay, kid theory's not about to okay. be okay it's about to be a two man okay. party in this here boudoir alright there won't be anybody else up <laughs> this motherfucker because i can guarantee you i am drawing blood nobody even it's asked. not going to happen it's not happening just so you know you so can. rent one purchase one put one on layaway whatever the fuck it is that you need to do or hell i don't know good luck um this is the type of thing where i think i would just say you know if one of you is willing to try then work on that but if if it's really just a situation where neither one of you wants to bottom and you just in your heart do not want to do it, then just find somebody who does. Like if that's something that you I mean, really, like it's just not the kind of thing that I would ask you to change. It's almost like asking somebody to change their sexual orientation. I don't know if it's that deep, but it just seems like Again, if you really don't want to, then you're just not going to. If my girl was bent over and just couldn't deal, then there's like an interest there. <laughs> And it was just shut down. Right. Because it was like, what? No. And we've been there. Like, we've all been there. Have we? We are. All- Where we, you know, Where whatever. We- no one knows your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, let's wrap it up. Anyway. No, see, like, 
at the very least if you feel like you know you're just not getting what you want to in the relationship and you do feel like you are going to stray then out of like respect for the relationship out of the out of the respect for your partner just be like listen i don't think that this can go you know much longer because i'm gonna want to do etc like just be honest don't do the typical 2015 nigga thing and just dip your dick where you want to right. and hope the nigga don't find out like <laughs> just right be honest. don't cheat on him just break up with him first right there you go but don't cheat on him good luck our next letter comes from anonymous so i'm going to call you brianna and i hope that's not your real name oh, let's call him bobby valentino it's a girl valentino okay so this comes from Bobby Valentina. Because Anonymous. Okay. Get it? No. Okay. I'm a 28-year-old woman with no children, and I don't plan on having any. I met my now boyfriend, right Sam, through a mutual friend. We hit it off immediately and have so much in common. He's super sweet, and he might be the love of my life. On our fourth date, he let me know that he has a six-year-old daughter from a previous relationship. There we go. <laughs> I was a little upset because I really wanted someone with no children, but I was beginning to fall for him, so I chose to accept the situation. Ten months later, we are living together, and things are going great. He has shared custody and pays child support to his ex. Well, I mean, that's the least you could ask. The problem is, I saw our mutual friend out a week ago and chatted with her. I was curious why she set me up with someone who has children, and she told me that Sam doesn't have children of his own. I sat there confused while she explained that when Sam and his ex took a break from their relationship, his ex got with another man and got pregnant. That man did not stay in the picture, and Sam agreed to raise the child when they got back together. (laughs) I didn't laugh. (laughs) The fuck you did? (laughs) Sam has never told me this story, and I haven't shared that with him that I know, but I'm having a hard time keeping my mouth shut. We've canceled trips and plans to watch this child on unscheduled days and nights while the ex runs around and we are tight with money to cover the child support payments for a child that he knows isn't his. Am I selfish to be upset? Shouldn't Sam have told me the child isn't his? Do I have a right to question this to him? I don't know if I can stick around while he pays all this money for years to come to an ex for a stranger's child and we keep rearranging our lives for this. What are (laughs) you? A stranger's child. So listen, Bobby Valentina is just like... clearly the type who is not going to change her mind about having kids like she says she's not having kids and i 100 percent believe that she's not having kids like that's not your damn baby right well that's the thing like it's she didn't even seem like she seemed to be adjusting to it just fine when she thought that it was his like blood child but now that you find out that it's not you know his biological child oh now i have and I guess I can kind of see that, especially if you're not a parent and you don't intend to be one. I can see how you would be like, okay, like you making child support payments and doing all this because you have to. Like, you know, that's your baby. And even if you didn't legally have to, like, I mean, it's yours. Like you, it's your sperm. It's your kid. You want to be near it. Okay, I'll accept it. Right. But when it's like something where you know you accept, where you know that like that's not his biological child, I guess if you are that selfish, then it would just bother you to that level. Like, I don't want to call you selfish, but it just sounds like you're really being selfish here. Like, I understand that that's not his baby, I think but... It's like, any man who would, like, go out of his... Especially if he's not even in a relationship anymore. To go out of his way to be there for a child 
Did, you say, did they say the gender of the child? Because I don't remember. No, I don't think so. <laughs> to be there for the child right. and and be paying child support and be active being in the child's life. Father, right. like, that's very important to the growth of a human being. Right. So, like... I mean, and... and I sort of get it, but girl, get over it. Maybe if the baby was six days old, but this child is six years old. I mean, I don't know what you expect. What do you really expect to happen once you tell him that he knows? Because he's not going to stop paying child support and stop being a father. If it's going to bother you that much, then you need to just break up yeah, with this Yeah, you're man the one now. who needs to just break up with him and go just, find yeah. who If I were no you, kids. I don't even think that I would have this conversation with him unless you were ready to, to end the relationship. Right. Because it's non-negotiable. If he first of all he sounds like a great guy for deciding to step up and and be in a child's life who wasn't gonna have a daddy it like i can't fault that man for that and the fact that he is being just as active as a father as if he were a biological father i think is really commendable and it sounds like he needs to be with somebody who wants to have kids so that he can continue to be a great father if he wants to have more but you and this the like the fact that it's bothering you this much you're entitled to to feel a way about it, but you're not entitled to demand that he stop being a father yeah, to his child. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. If you bring it up to him and be like, oh, well, I know that that's not your biological father. And he's like, okay, so then now what? Right. What? Right. Like, what are you going to you say You know then? I'm not the biological father now, but it doesn't make any difference to me, which is why I didn't say anything to you. So... You telling me you know this now for what? Like, I, I feel like he doesn't really have anything to answer to you for here. He's the father of this child. He says so. He has demonstrated this for six years. Like, you just came around 10 months that's ago. That's not something that's going to change. And even, like, it's it would be horrible if you expected it to. So, it would. And, if yeah. If you can't deal, then just leave him. Absolutely, girl. If you're not ready to, to deal with all that, then you just go ahead and go. But find you a nigga who please no don't think don't that he's going to stop taking. And please don't even ask him to stop taking care of his child so that y'all can be. Girl, no. Don't even consider Right. That. No. Just leave if you're not okay with that. All right. Do you want to do one more or shall we move on? Let's move on. Okay. So send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we will be right back. Hey, girl, we're back. So <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the read. Do you have a read this week? I do. Do you want to go first? Um, no, because I'm not entirely sure that I even have one. So I'm going to sit here and try Well, you're to not feeling it. well anyway and mine might be lengthy. So why don't I just go? Okay. So, before I do this, I want you to just let me have it. Like, I'm... Here we go. Okay. So, this week, I want to discuss Iggy Azalea. Now, how am I going to start this? So, Iggy Azalea has been getting a ton of shit, like, over the past however many months. Ever since, like, Fancy, like, took off and she was, like, popping huge and making all of this money and number one, blah, blah, this, this, that, and the third, you know, people have been, like, at her neck, which is, like, I'm not even, like, if I were her, I would have expected that shit to happen anyway, because even when she was a smaller artist, people who knew of her gave her a hard time. You either liked her or you didn't like her. And because she's a white person and you're a hip-hop artist, like, or you're a rapper... Like, you're going to get flack. She said in an interview recently with Vanity Fair that they never say these things about Macklemore. 
that's not true because they definitely gave Macklemore shit as well. So I think it's definitely, she seems to think that it's because she's a woman that everyone is so hard on her. She probably does get it a lot harder than Macklemore did because she's a woman, but you're getting like a lot of the same feedback, which is that you're not nearly as talented as tons of other black artists and you shouldn't be treated as so. Personally, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I think that Iggy Azalea is just trash and all of her music is the worst thing that ever happened to the industry and she should go someplace. Because I used to be a fan of hers. I don't find her offensive. I'm speaking for myself. I don't think that she's offensive. I don't think that her music is offensive. Like, I think that I can understand why she would be offensive to others. She doesn't offend me. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, that's what I'm saying. Iggy Azalea's music, her imagery, none of that offends me. So I don't have a problem with her in that regard. The issue I have is her talking about race. I want you to stop. Don't do it anymore. Now, listen, I used to, you know, like I was a huge Iggy Azalea fan. I used to think people gave her a whole bunch of shit because she was a white girl. And honestly, I still do think she gets a lot of shit because she's a white girl. Because Honestly, lyrically, she's no better or worse than tons of other rappers that are out right now with huge hit songs. And that's not saying that she's good. That's just not saying she's not far worse than a lot of the records that we're out here talking about and we celebrate. Why do you think I'm always exaggerating about how fucking fantastic Migos is? Because they give me what I want. When I'm looking for... How do I say this? Okay. When I'm in a mood for Gucci... Listen, when I'm in the mood for Gucci, I'm probably also going to listen to Migos. I might listen to some Ray Smorgasbord or Smothered and Covered. I might listen to some of the I Love Making Corn. There's there's like a realm of rap music where you don't even really need to be talented. I just need for you to give me a great beat and know how to flow over it. And you can literally recite Dr. Seuss. You can talk, you can like talk about a macaroni and cheese recipe. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. I don't even know if Young Thug speaks English. I don't even know if he's an earthling. But his music is so goddamn good. Because I get that bass and that just weird voice. And just that's what I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not... I just think that it's kind of like silly to act like... Anyway. So the... Okay. Back to my initial point. So, okay, everybody knows that Izzy Banks hates Iggy Azalea, and they have whatever feud and have had for quite some time, and she been ain't liked her. Um, I think after the Eric Garner announcement, after it came out that they weren't going, NYPD didn't plan on doing shit or giving a fuck about Eric Garner, I think Azalea Banks said something about why it is that white artists, white rap artists, specifically Iggy Azalea, never talk about black issues are you know when any of these things happen why is it that you never say anything since you want to be a part of black culture so bad personally i didn't agree with that i okay i have to branch out again for a moment okay i would prefer if most celebrities don't say any goddamn thing and it doesn't that's not even just because iggy azalea is white i don't care what Iggy has to say, I don't give a fuck what T.I. had to say, Ludacris, Jeezy. I don't even care what Beyonce or Oprah have to say. It's not to say that you're not entitled to your opinion. I might agree with you. I just don't care. Like, unless you're a celebrity like Jay-Z who's out here printing shirts for basketball teams and talking to the governor. J. Cole is out here marching. The game is out here marching. There's plenty of celebrities that are donating money. You know what I'm saying? Like, do something. You can talk, too, but if you're just talking about how fucked up, what the fuck did that, you know what I'm saying? Like, when an innocent black kid dies, I'm not thinking, oh, my God, what does Selena Gomez have to say about this? 
bitch, who the fuck cares? Mm-hmm. So I don't think that like I really didn't need Iggy Azalea to say anything about it. But obviously Azalea Banks is baiting her into showing how like into basically trying to prove her point. So after she said that, Iggy who responds to everything that everybody says, I mean, like <laughs> the Tootsie Pop owl could talk about her and she is on it. So she comes and says something about, you know, how Azalea Banks is just a negative person and anyway, on to do on to news that has to do with me. And then she started to talk about her tour. And then, so, black folks saw that tweet and were like, wait, bitch, what? And so, she followed that up with, like, some link to, um, to like, a foundation or something and said, if you really want to be a part of a movement, if you really want to do something, then why don't you go here and donate or whatever the fuck. And this was, like, a link to some Ferguson foundation, I think. We're talking about Eric Garner. This is a completely different person. This is a completely different city. This is exactly what she was talking about. Now, was she baiting you into that? Was she picking on you? 100%. But you should shut the fuck up then, since you don't know what you're talking about anyway, because you make yourself look stupid. And so then afterwards, Zilly Banks, like maybe like a week later, she had an interview with Hot 97, and she was talking, the interview was like 47, 50 minutes long. She talked about Iggy Azalea in that interview for maybe three or four minutes. And in the, the moments where she did talk about her, it wasn't she like she was saying, oh, you kangaroo-ass bitch, you're a fucking slut, and, you know, you suck dick for Capri Sun. She, like, wasn't, like, trashing her. She was saying her honest opinion about her, why she feels the way that she feels about her, and that Iggy Azalea's music is not as good as any other black girl that out that's rapping. That's her honest opinion, Okay. So, if anybody, she really clowned the fuck out of T.I. At one point in the interview, she gets emotional. She starts crying. So, the point that she was trying to make, and again, I've met both of these people. I've had conversations with both of these people. I think the point that Zillie Banks was honestly trying to make is that she feels like black art or black culture is can be like smudged away by white folk when it can be profitable. Now, that's true. Don't get me wrong. I am in no way trying to to say that everybody should agree with fucking Azalea Banks. I'm not saying you should be a fan of her. I'm not saying that you should, like, because she said something that you may agree with today, that you should agree with or forget everything else that she may have said that offended you. I don't give a fuck. This isn't about Azalea Banks. This is about, for me, you're proving, what A, what it is that she's saying by, okay, I think maybe the next day after that interview aired, Iggy said something on Twitter like, the reason she called her a bigot first of all and then she said something about you know the reason that you were crying is because you're not likable and no one likes you and no one ever will and that's what those tears were really about and blah 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 and it's just like girl would you shut the fuck up like you're doing exactly what it was she said that y'all do was as you're trying to like she's sitting here and she's crying about how black kids you know don't have Black kids at the Grammys, when they see white artists take awards, you know, from much more talented black people who created this culture and in a lot of ways used it to rebel against oppression. It's just kind of like it's disheartening. It sucks. That's what she's emotional about. And you're trying to say it's because she's a bigot and nobody likes her. Like... You're doing exactly what the fuck it is that she said you do. Just don't talk about race. That's it. Make all the songs you want to put out however many fucking records you want to and sing about, you know, um, 
tuition and and rap about pack sun jeans whatever the fuck it is that you want you know these white kids to buy i don't care about that that part doesn't bother me and in fact i was like you know congratulations to you this is what she wanted she wanted to be a huge star i don't care about that stop talking about race it's annoying as fuck for you to constantly disregard the racial at least macklemore came and was like although i can't stand her ass either but he did come forward and was like you know what listen I completely understand that I swept through here with my thrift song song, <laughs> my thrift store song, and I just I I took a ton of awards and attention from loads of you that are far more talented than me, and I'm so sorry. I'm gonna go enjoy my money now. Like Macklemore, at least like Macklemore was just like very aware of his privilege and wasn't quiet about it. Was that annoying? It was kind of annoying for me anyway, but that's just because he beat fucking Kendrick Lamar and Drake and fucking Jay-Z and Kanye West and everybody else who had a better fucking album than him. You know what I'm saying? I just find it annoying for you to try to be trying to like ignore that. Don't ignore it. You're white. You have the benefit of being this tall, pretty white girl in hip hop music. A lot of your fans, a lot of the people who come to your shows have no idea of the history of hip hop music. They've never listened to Fuck the Police. They don't fucking know who Rakim is. They probably have never heard of Biggie at this point. Shit, I don't even know what year we in no more. So, like, I just feel like it's very annoying and it's fucking like, at the very least, don't say anything. You know what I'm saying? Because do I feel like Azealia Banks is giving you a hard time? Yeah. And you absolutely have the right to defend yourself. But at, be responsible in what the fuck it is that you're saying. That's how I feel. That's all I'm saying. I don't give a fuck about anything else. I used to be a fan of her myself and I feel like, you know, do you. Mm-hmm. All the whatever in the world to you. But when it comes to race, just be quiet because you're just not very good at talking about it. And furthermore, don't act... Like, you are completely unaware of race or color or how it benefits you in the industry. <laughs> With the shit that you have said to me alone, I know better. So be quiet. Just don't talk about race at all. Talk about being fancy and how great it is to be at Bonnaroo or whatever the fuck. Like, don't discuss race anymore because you sound fucking stupid and it's annoying as fuck for you to already be over here talking about Grammy nominations and already over here talking about American Music Awards and already have you you've had people talking about hip hop is run by a white woman and all of this shit and like shut up. Just don't say anything else about race. Talk about juice and I don't know straw hats, whatever the fuck. I saw some. If you can't do that, then take your ass back to P. Sherman 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney, bitch. That's what you do because you're not very good at talking about anything else. Like, let's just get down to the root of it. I'm not mad at you making your songs. I still think Fancy is a good song. I still do. You know what I'm saying? I understand why it works. I understand the appeal of it and I understand why it became this, like, cash cow or what have you but i'm also not gonna act like i don't bop when i fucking hear it i like the song i just don't want you to talk about race anymore you're very bad at it and if anything you shouldn't have a bunch you have like hundreds of thousands if not millions of these little white fans that don't know anything about race and you're not even from you're not even american you have all of these little white fans 
who are reading these textbooks in school don't know shit about racism, don't know anything about these march marches. They don't know who any of these people are. They don't know the truth about Thanksgiving. They don't know the truth about nothing. Nothing. All they need to know is A, B, C, D. Which one do I bubble in so I can get this motherfucking A or keep this shit above a 2.0 and get the fuck out of here? That's all they know. So when Azalea Banks comes in and all you're trying to do is go the Stanwar route and say, well, girl, you're just mad because no one likes you. It's something that's deeper than that. Even if you take her ass out of the equation, if you're not going to approach what she's saying with some damn sense or some tact, then just ignore her and ignore everybody else that has something to say about you. Make your music and sing about melted cheese or whatever the fuck it is that you want to fondue. Do that. That's all. Don't talk about race at all because you suck. You're not good at that. There, I'm finished. Okay. (laughs) I saw an interview where she said that she didn't see what the big difference was between her and Macklemore, her and Eminem. And I was and like Elvis Presley and the Rolling Stones. First of all, sweetie, first of all, I'm just going to take the other two out of it because that was before your time anyway. But the two white rappers that you mentioned, first of all, got plenty of shit. Eminem got plenty of shit you don't know because you were seven years old in australia but the rest of us (laughs) were right here girl and it was a lot eminem got a lot he got he got a lot of they fucking hated eminem girl okay and still do and the only reason eminem survived for as long as he did and built the career is because he was so damn good right that niggas had to literally just be like look i'm not even mad at this motherfucker because he's extremely he's extremely talented and he always referenced where he came from where he got it from that he was the white boy in the black industry he and Macklemore don't try to act like it's not about race like you and T.I. do and that's why people do not continuously come after him like we have given Macklemore on this show so much shit because he's subpar as fuck but at least he acknowledges his fucking privilege and says wow yes I really came here with my mediocre white boy song and won everything my bad black people are way better at this you cannot not even say that like like and that's why people continue yes at the very least just don't say anything she absolutely gets sexism thrown her way but she said that sexism is like one million percent the reason that she gets all this hate and it's not girl it's not it isn't it's it's really not it like you're it's not it's not and I don't like I don't care for nobody you just mentioned so I'm definitely not sticking up for nobody in this situation but bitch shut up just don't I don't understand how hard it is to just ignore it. Like you are like you proved to Twitter, to everybody that you weren't even aware of what fucking protests we were talking about at the time. And you said in news that has to do with me, like, just don't say anything like you're 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 not you're not using any form of tact here. Okay, so all the best to you. Do you, sweetheart? I'm not even going to sit up here and act like I'm mad at it because I'm not. I don't give a fuck. I just want for you to stop being the ignorant white bitch in hip hop music that is just like could not give two thirds of a fuck about niggas. And just quick reminder, just because a nigga is putting his penis inside of you doesn't mean. No. See, also, don't. Uh-oh. I think that a lot of you, you have some 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 misconceptions. Lord. Um, when it comes to a few things, just because you're white and like Jeezy doesn't mean you get it. And I like I feel like there's like a slip up here. I think that a lot of white people think that because they really enjoy 
I don't know, fucking Kanye, or they like Two Chains, or you know, they fuck with Odd Future, or their favorite fucking rapper is Pac, that they like completely understand, like they're like allies. No, girl. Nope. Again, I love K-pop music. I'm not gonna sit up here and and act like I know what it's like to be Korean. I'm not gonna sit up here and fight the good Korean fight. I don't know shit about that. All I know is that Korean women are some of the most beautiful people in the world, and this music slays to me. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I just feel like some people fumble because they're like, they're like infatuated with black culture or blackness and it should be it's fucking awesome but at the same time just because you love hip-hop music or like tims or whatever the fuck dunk riders it doesn't fucking mean that you like you fucking get it so stop acting like you do just because you love black dick listen it's fantastic i myself can be the one to let you girls know black dick is always and if you enjoy dicks it's probably a choice worth making has some side effects that we can talk about we talk about all the time black dick's not the issue here what i'm telling what i'm saying is don't get fucked up you can just because you enjoy blackness or certain slices of black culture doesn't mean that you fucking get it and it certainly doesn't mean that you should be talking about it you should probably just be like well you know what girl this migos is bumping and that's all i've got (laughs) like that's it that is it i'm finished okay amen I appreciate that was the read. <laughs> yeah, because I don't even have shit else to say. So Just be quiet. We're, we, we've talked about it, and literally, I don't think there's anything else that needs to be said. Like, that covers the entire situation, period. All right. So that wraps up another episode of The Read. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and Twitter at This Is The Read. Oh, you can go to, we do have a Facebook. Yeah, growing I hear it every now, day. Every, time, mm-hmm. every week. I mean, I've literally been saying it for 96 but episodes, now I hear but. It. Well, maybe like 90 episodes, but still. Um, check out our website at thisistheread.com where you can see all kinds of great stuff. It's cold outside and we have some hoodies in stock. So oh, go um, check that out. And let's see. We are... We're having shows. We are having shows. You can also see where our shows are on our website. Um, our first two shows of 2015 are going to be in Philadelphia and Houston, Texas. Yay! Um, yeah, back. the Philly shows next week, I believe, the thirteenth. Yes. Um, you can go to thereadphilly.com for tickets there. Um, we're doing a show at University. Of yeah, it's at U of H. I think it's in the middle of the city this time. For those Amen of you who that, were mad about Clear Lake, H Town was like, "Listen, <laughs> I fuck with you or whatever, but look, girl, this drive, and I get it." So. Um, yeah, I do too. So I think you can go to entertainhouston.com. Um, we're gonna put like the specific links yeah there's a direct um, link on our website so go to this is the read.com and then go to the show section if you want the direct link i'm gonna try and put them in the description too just okay in um so you can go there and we cannot wait to see you i'm so excited to go back to philly and i'm extremely excited to finally get back to houston yeah i feel like i should love both of those cities like a week you know this weather is so motherfucking miserable that i'm going to new orleans los angeles or miami for a week and i don't know which one i'm still trying to narrow it down but i'm going to one of them motherfuckers i just cannot do I think this going, two degree wind chill bullshit i think i'm going to the dominican republic next month are you really yeah you're just gonna go for my friend candace's birthday oh okay oh happy birthday candace um that'll be fun yeah 
that's hmm. gonna be great. You don't know, those come DR back with wires. plastic surgery because you know that's what all the girls go down there for. Oh yeah, they do be going down to DR. All the to girls go to DR injection. for their surgeries. <laughs> um, you already got an ass. Don't yeah, go get so more. hit us up for some tickets. Let us know where we need to be coming next. We've got loads of great things in store for you all that we're excited about. Um, what else? I think that's it for me. If I'm if I'm forgetting something, then I'm not gonna remember it now. So, what about you? Is that it? Well, I just want to close out the show that uh, by by saying, um, yeah, I'm back again. <laughs> Round two, motherfuckers. Okay. Yeah, I'm an arrogant little motherfucker, huh? Yeah, that's right. I'm rich. I'm that bitch. That's right. I'm about to show y'all how to pimp this shit. I'm fucking niggas in the face. The game is mine. 2015. Fuck that. Fuck all y'all haters. Fuck all y'all bitches. Y'all need to get a life. You got too much times on your hands. I want y'all bitches to get a job. Up your game. Pimp your game up, baby. It's all about me this time. Fuck that. Fuck a dime, I'm a silver dollar. Holla, catch me when I come off tour. Fuck y'all, I'm out. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account, so if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health, or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.